0: hey guys welcome back to a brand spanking new episode of the blair white project so i was so excited to film this episode i was like can i film now can i film now because i have some things to bitch about the first you may have seen this if you follow me or sort of like people in my general twitter sphere genre of content if you will uh this disgusting woke gaming company called limited run games which let me tell you something These bitches definitely have a limited run in my mind. Um, Fired a woman. A lovely young woman who worked for them, um, who's also a streamer. I'll put her picture up here. Lovely young girl. Simply for the crime of following me and other people like lives of TikTok. And it looks like um, Ian Miles Chong. So here's a tweet from Libs of TikTok who made me aware of this travesty and you know this goes deep because once you see the type of person the specific person that pressured this company to fire this lovely lovely young lady um you're going to be as disgusted as i am so Libs of tiktok tweeted this company fired an employee after a trans activist pressured them to it's always trans activists right it's always The employee's crime was simply following me, Eden Miles Chong, and Blair White on Twitter. I will never give this company a penny. Neither will I. Uh, So (laughs) I replied to this tweet because this is totally someone that should be taken seriously. Good job, Limited Run Games. You absolute clowns. This is the trans activist that pressured this company to fire a woman, put her out of a job simply for following me. Not retweeting, even if she retweeted. Even if she tweeted every day at 3.37 p.m., I love and support every single thing Blair White does. The fact that that's grounds for firing, it's like, ew. Um, But this is the trans activist, Purple Tinker, founder of BronyCon. This is the person, and I use that word ever so lightly, that was able to get this young woman fired from her job. Now, of course, what I've learned, listen, there's a lot of like really, I feel useless thing, useful things, (laughs) useless in some ways, but useful in other ways, things that I have learned throughout the years of creating the type of demented content that I create, researching the type of demented things I research and going against the type of demented people I go against. And I've learned that when it looks like a pedophile, not always, but a lot of the times it just is. And if you don't know, then you don't know. But if you know, you know. It's just a vibe, right? So I was like, wow, this purple tinker version literally looks like a chomo. Come to find out, they are. There are tweets from this purple tinker, founder of BronyCon, you freak, um, tweeting, "'Teenagers aren't effing babies. The line between child and adults is very blurry. Teenagers deserve respect.'" Is it that blurry? I mean, for me, it's kind of like, not, but okay. Uh, They follow up saying, part of respect is self-determination, not some holy adult saying, this is what you want, even if you disagree. The existence of the term statutory rape, in quotations, as if it's some sort of figment of people's imagination, denies personhood and self-determination to a whole class of people. Of course, as fucking, uh, what's his name? Jane Gugger would say, Of course, because duh, right? (sighs) Listen, I'm not going to sit here and list out the qualities of a person that looks like a chomo, right? Because people are going to get mad. It's like, well, I have that. Okay, cool. You can look in this person's eyes and be like, this is a demon. This is a demented, like freak. This is a person with no sense of morality, but will go on parading as if they, they do, right? So, you know, I just feel really bad for this young woman. I just followed her on Twitter because I actually found her Twitter. Um, And I'm going to do and see what I can do to kind of help her out. And I don't want her to get her job back, frankly. Like, who would ever want to work for this disgusting company? Limited run games. Screw you. Your run is most definitely limited. They've turned off all their comments um, because people are just really pissed about this. And it brings up the issue of, listen, there are protections – against firing people for um sexual orientation gender race there is a discussion to be had about considering we live in such a divisive time in such a time of political turmoil and in such a time where you know both sides fail to find any common ground whatsoever there is a, qu- a discussion to have, and I would love to see you guys having it in the comments about should there be legal protections, I'm posing this question, for people to not be fired on the basis of the political party they're affiliated with. And I know it's a slippery slope. I know there's gray areas. I know that, okay, listen, what's a legitimate political identity? You know, there are literal Nazis, there are literal communists, and I don't, you know, no one wants those people working for them, right? Although, for whatever reason, communists get a hell of a lot more pass than Nazis. Uh, both are evil scum um i don't like the idea of living in a country where someone can be fired and lose their job especially in this economy girl um based on the political party that they're registered with and that's that's even that's even jumping the gun and saying that she was registered as a republican or, or consider herself a conservative at all because just because she followed me it does not mean she was there are plenty of people who follow me who are libs right um, there's libs of TikTok, there's libs of Blair's following. Um, <laughs> the point is, it's disgusting. It's disgusting that limited round games bent the knee for a literal chomo. Right? It's like but the same thing I brought up with the Hunter Avalon thing in my last main channel video about how these people who like, you know. Virtue signal and try to like portray this like willingness to fight for the underdog, and but it's like most of the time they are projecting behaviors and character traits that they are guilty of themselves. Like I said, so in the video, Hunter Avalon talking about Blair being transphobic. Meanwhile, the last time I saw him, he was in a hotel room calling and Meyer a man to her face, making her cry, and then he cried real tears because people dared to say that he was being a dick for that. That's projection. This person, Blue Tinker, was it Purple Tinker or Blue Tinker? Purple Tinker, probably Periwinkle, which is a disgusting color. You know how there's like weird... Okay. I don't know why my brain works like this, but when I hear the word Periwinkle, I want to throw up. So Periwinkle Tinker, we'll call them that, um, is clearly posing as some righteous social justice warrior and behind closed doors and actually quite openly as of 2017 is literally a at the very least, a uh, pedosympathizer. So that's just how the cookie crumbles. The periwinkle cookie. Um, shout out to the girl that got fired. You deserve to work at any other company. Although, you know, I play games and I do game. Like I play Starcraft 2. I play Diablo 2, um, the remaster that came out recently. Um, I play a lot of like classic games, like, on my N64 and on my Nintendo Wii. However, like, I'm not super involved in, like, nerd culture and, like, gaming culture and, like, all these gaming um, creators and streamers. Um, from what I understand, it's pretty lived out from what I understand. But that's everything, right? Like, everything's just so lived out. Like, it's just, <sighs> just a nightmare. So, I don't know, girl. Maybe we don't work in that industry. Yet. I don't know. Shout out to her and um, shout out to people that are standing up for her because it's definitely a big thing on twitter right now it was trending um this morning actually it's trending right now i'm looking at it right now so um f limited run games never getting a penny from me moving the f on to oh look we have other predator news because of course we do james charles hey james there's this time um that james like before all the like Talking to underage boys thing came out that James actually hit me up and wanted to be friends because back in the day, all these like beauty gurus like Jeffrey and James, they always wanted to be in the ears of, you know, YouTubers who made videos about them, right? So, like, I think that it was in his very much best interest to have me in his back pocket. So he was like texting me, like, we need to hang out, blah, blah, blah. Mm, Glad I never did. Okay, so James Charles has been caught again harassing a straight male i don't know what it is i've never seen anyone with james's level of commitment to being a sex pest i'm gonna call it that right because molester no rapist no sex pest for sure and it's such a thing right and there's this idea of like for some reason I don't know what it is about gay men and feminine men that lower people's defenses so that when they this really like shitty like male gross sex pesty behavior when it comes from gay males people are like less likely to recognize it or something but they're absolutely you know capable of it as well um so James was caught in the GMs of another straight man. And it's just it's, it's just icky, icky, icky. So if you don't know, he's been caught with multiple underage boys. This one was not underage, thank God. But the behavior is still weird. And it's so funny. James actually liked the other day a tweet defending himself. That's not really a defense he thinks it is. He liked this tweet that says, okay, here's the thing. James has been predatory to young people in the past. But this is not an example of him doing something wrong this time. How do you like... James, how do you like a tweet basically agreeing with a tweet saying that you have been predatory with young people in the past? Not a good fucking look. Not a good fucking look. But let's get into the actual stuff that was exposed. So James, this tweet says, um, James is sh- back at flirting and making straight men uncomfortable. The alleged screenshot revealed the benefits of being his boyfriend. In one text, James says it's really a lucrative role. James used Instagram's vanish mode to attempt to prevent a leak. Vanish mode don't work, girl. If you send anyone anything they are going to screenshot, anything I ever send. I'm going to assume is screenshotted. Period. Anyways, James Charles, uh, this is the DM's really creepy, like over and over. Like, I hate people. Anyways, um, it's a really lucrative role. He said it's called my boyfriend requirements. Six two, must love escape rooms, horror movies and cuddling. It's very basic. Big dick. Armpit hair. That's like really Gross. And an occasional FaceTime call. Salary is $0, but it's a good job offer, I think. Perks include a cute boyfriend with a great personality and huge ass, free living in a $10 million house in LA, fun travel opportunities, good head, and more. James, I don't know what's ever going to get this through your head, but straight men are straight because they don't have sex with men. That's why they're straight. Like, there is really, and I've known a lot of gay men that are like this, Uh, But never to the extent of, like, a James Charles who's just, like, every four months in their DMs being creepy. Um, A lot of gay men have a thing where, like, they want a straight man because that's something that's, like, hot for them. Or because, like, they think straight men are hotter, more masculine, or whatever. But, like, at the end of the day, it's just not – the cookie's not going to crumble like that. (laughs) It's just not going to happen. The video is creepy. Here's the video that James sent to the straight man, which is – the most sex-pesty part of the song.
1: So if I'm being like, oh my god, David, you're annoying, over text, right? You don't know if I'm saying like, oh my god, David, you're being annoying. Or like, oh my god, David, you're being annoying. Or like, oh my god, David, you're being fucking annoying. Because all three of those are completely different like emotions that you cannot see through text. You only get to actually experience those through a FaceTime call or through being in person. Even over the phone, you still miss out on things because you're missing somebody's facial expressions, right? So... Because you refuse to hang out with people or because you refuse to FaceTime, you're not allowing people to actually get to know you as like a human being. And that's a massive, massive problem whenever it comes to being in a relationship with somebody. You cannot fall in love with somebody simply just from texting.
0: I can't believe how pathetic that was. Like just begging some straight guy to FaceTime him. That's the most embarrassing thing I've seen all 2020. I know we're only fucking a weekend, but still, that's like highly embarrassing if you ever have to beg someone to facetime you what's the name of that movie she's just not into you he's just not that into you specifically because you don't like cock let's just let's just be real about that james you gotta get it together right it's just every four months is james caught being inappropriate with a straight man james caught talking to underage boy it's like weird it's weird and why do you sound like you're underwater permanently your voice sounds like it's underwater. And like this whole like panic, like you need to FaceTime me, you need to FaceTime me. It's like chill. Uh, j- j- just just gross. And again, liking the tweet where someone's saying that he's predatory to young people. Not really the um, defense you think it is. But uh, moving on to something that's actually really tragic. Um, somehow more tragic than James Charles' life, career, and story i'm gonna be serious now this actually is a sad story mother can chemically castrate seven-year-old son after father loses court battle so i've done a main channel video on this years ago when this court case was just gearing up um the james younger case if you don't remember it is a situation where a mother and a father disagree about transitioning this seven-year-old child at the time when it started i think he was like four or five um and the mom wants to transition the kid. The dad doesn't. Classic case, right? It's always the mom who's in a rush to sterilize the the kid who's possibly gender nonconforming. But what's really disturbing about this case is, first of all, the dad lost. So they can proceed with transitioning the kid. Absolutely disgusting. Y'all know my position on that. I don't have to tell you my position on that. Um, but this is a clip of him talking on Tucker a few days ago. Um, And I think that the clip I show in the beginning really hits at home why this is so effing disturbing.
2: California has now declared itself a sanctuary state for adults who want to sexually mutilate their children in the name of gender ideology. One father in Texas called Jeff Younger now fears that his ex-wife is taking advantage of this deranged law, a law that we will all be ashamed of a generation from now. She's just moved to California with their nine-year-old son she is convinced that the boy is actually a girl.
1: You're a boy, right?
3: No, I'm a girl.
0: Who told you you you're a girl? Mommy. Hi, who told you you're a girl? Mommy, right? So even if we play into this idea that a child as young as this can know they are transgender, wants to transition, even if that's the case, the last thing that should be coming out of their mouth as a response is, mom told me I'm a girl. Shouldn't it be, that's what I think, that's what I am, that's what my spirit tells me? Obviously, in the words that a child would say, no child's going to be like, in my spirit, that's how I feel. But the case is, So disturbing, and the fact that the mom is traveling state lines just in that big of a rush to sterilize her child is disgusting. It reminds me of you know, if you ever have to like travel state lines to do something, there's it's probably something shady you're doing, right? It's probably something shameful you're doing, right? Like, if you like Onision traveling state lines to be with certain girls, he wants to be with it's like. I get it but no and I definitely don't get it with this because it's like I don't know why it's always the moms and I can't imagine anything more tragic than how this dad must be feeling at this point like knowing that he has lost the ability to stop his son from being castrated that is my god I mean what's worse than that like the kid actually dying I guess. It's really the only thing worse, right? Very sad. Very sad. And, you know, it's really... Tucker was absolutely correct in saying that this is something that we're going to be ashamed of in the not-so-distant future. All these states are already trying to reverse course. All these European countries that America once looked at and said that's the way are now completely reversing course. Let's, Let's continue watching this, but, you know... If you're going to do it, you evil mother, guess you should do it now, because in a few years, you're not going to be able to do that. And it's going to be very, very frowned upon.
1: When did she tell you you were a girl?
3: Cause I love girls.
1: Oh, I see. So mommy told you you were a girl? Uh-huh. Um, any, Does mommy um do anything else like with a girl with you? Mm-hmm. Like what?
3: Like dresses. What? What does she do? She do. Appundgent on
1: to me, she puts dresses on you, oh wow.
0: How did this dad lose in court, and how was it a court in Texas where there should be a little bit more of a protection against this sort of thing happening? How did it happen in Texas? Absolutely shameful um there was no part and I get that like a child's not going to be articulate articulate fully like but that's exactly the point right a child cannot articulate their feelings so why are you taking any of it as a reason to actually embark on some sort of medicalization of the child it's absolutely disgusting and I they think the child just revealed all you need to know the mom puts dresses on me I like girls that that doesn't mean you're a girl and I wish the dad would have said that. I know he's like in so I'm sure he, what he could and couldn't say during that is different. But it's like, my God.
2: Ah, oh, that's just the saddest thing. That's a child. Well, Jeff Younger, the father of that boy, went to the Texas Supreme Court to try to protect his son. He wanted an order to prevent his ex-wife from having the boy sexually mutilated in the state of California. But the court rejected his petition in an eight to one vote. Shocking. Jeff Younger joins us tonight. Mr. Younger, thank you very much for coming on. We watched that video and it just hurts.
1: Yeah, I mean, it's the first iPhone video I ever took. uh, And, you know, my blood ran cold when I realized what she had planned for that boy. (sighs) And, you know, it it, it escalated to eventually she registered him in school as a girl. I had to shut that down. So the Capell School District began to secretly transition my son. I'd bring my son to school in boys clothes and they'd give him a dress and make him use the girl's restroom. Oh my God. And it even escalated further where she began to present him to the world as a girl. I lived under temporary orders from a court where I wasn't. Even- you see these
0: teachers, these disgusting. lived out teachers. How dare you? If you're a teacher and you have one parent saying my kid's a, a, a girl and one parent saying my kid's a boy, here's what you should do. Stay the F out of it. No one needs your help. No one needs you to do things secretly. No one needs you to hide things from either one of the parents. You disgusting people.
1: I wasn't even allowed to tell my son that he was a boy where I had to present him to the world as a girl. And, you know, my, my, his twin brother got completely confused by all this. We wound up going to a 2019 trial where the courts gave me 50/50 custody and joint conservator rights to check her ability to transition my son and the corrupt Democrat establishment in Dallas County transferred my case into the 301st District Court with Judge Mary Brown and she never implemented the trial with a jury verdict and as through temporary orders stripped me of all my parental rights and eventually allowed my ex to move to California right before just a, just a few days before The sanctuary law in California went into effect.
2: (laughs) So uh, it's it's uh, it's so upsetting. I mean, we're talking about destroying a child's life. Nine, you know, even last year, people who were in favor, who believed that you could.
0: Thank you, Tucker destroying a child's life is is concrete you know there was a time when i would talk about kids transitioning and i wasn't as sort of um hardline as i am now in terms of being against it i was like you know there's certain scenarios in which maybe whatever no the science has progressed we know more now there are more studies children transitioning in my opinion despite the fact that there are some trans adults who transition as you know children who are happy does not change the fact that it is wrong period look at jazz jennings she transitioned puberty blockers hormones didn't have enough penis to get a vagina like the science isn't even there for you to start transitioning kids at that, that young and for there to be no complications why are you removing a child's ability to ever orgasm as an adult in their life why are you removing a child's ability to have children for the rest of their life i'm 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 at the point where you are a monster if you support those things that is my opinion of you actually there's there's two options here you are stupid or you're a monster. You can be both I guess but but pick one preferably like you're stupid or you're a monster you either don't know what the fuck you're supporting which honestly 85 percent of people do fall in that camp. 85 percent of people are so stupid they just think, oh it's just like being gay and and they're getting PTSD from how gay people were treated in, in the 90s and and before. In early 2000s and they don't want to repeat that well guess what this is different gay people weren't undergoing chemical castration although now they are um in the name of being trans you know someone tweeted me yesterday and was like um Blair with all these states outlawing children transitioning I just don't know how you could support this anymore this goes against your identity try not to swear Puh, spit on how stupid that comment is when I started my transition, what was it? Eight years ago now? I did not sign up to be on board with mutilating children. I did not sign up to be on board with chemical castration chemical castration of children i did not sign up on board to not care what happens to kids if that's part of what being trans is guess who isn't trans then me i don't care what, do I, what am i just a gender dysphoric person who had surgery cool i don't care what the fuck you want to call but if the identity of being if the identity of transgender is supporting the sterilization of children I am not transgender. If that's what if that's what it comes down to, if y'all want to claim it that much and y'all want to gatekeep it that much, that being transgender means you have to support wh- trans women in sports, in women's sports. You have to support children transitioning. You have to support um, the idea that people have to date trans people or they're transphobic. If those are the requirements, guess who isn't transgender? I'll be a man. I'll be a woman. I'll be a gender fuck. I'll be anything else other than transgender. If that's a requirement. <sighs> It's just so sad. And I really feel bad for this kid. I really feel bad for this dad. You can see just how sad he is. Ugh. Change sexes Mm. by active will.
2: Even they would concede nine was too young. Now we're just completely off the rails. Did any adult in authority step up to help you and protect this nine-year-old boy?
1: No. She started transitioning when he was two. Uh, She tried to enroll him into...
0: Wow. Two? I didn't know that. Two, this disgusting mother, this pitiful excuse for a mother, scum, scum, signing your kid up for lifelong medicalization at two. Not saying they started the medical process at two. Here's where all the libs come in and say, no one else, you transitioned at two. No, but the mother clearly decided what path the kid was going on at two. That's the point. Don't pretend like you don't understand people when they talk about this shit. No one, no one thinks you're taking hormones at two. No one thinks that, no one's arguing that. No one thinks you take hormones at six. But it's clear the mother decided the kid's path at two. At a
1: gender clinic when he was five, the Genesis Clinic in Dallas, Texas. Uh, the pediatrician's records show that she intended to chemically castrate him at age eight or nine, his current age, and then he magically moves to California. You know, I don't think this is an accident. Absolutely no one in the state of Texas has stood up for me except for Ken Paxton, the Texas Attorney General. I went to the legislature on two sessions, and by some quantitative measures, I generated more political power for a bill against transgender child abuse than for any bill in Texas history. Some offices were recording 300 lobbyists a day on my bills. We could not get that bill passed because the Speaker of the House, Dade Phelan, blocked those bills from passage. So the legislature did nothing. The governor did not mobilize the agencies to protect Texas children from these abusive procedures. Sterilization and chemical castration. Did nothing. I could not get the executive branch to move. I thought I would get relief in the appellate courts, in the judicial branch, and I go up to the Texas Supreme Court, and they determine absurdly that my wife is no more likely to transition my son in California under the sanctuary
0: laws than she would in Texas. And absurdly, not no more likely to transition the kid in a state where it's legal versus illegal, right? What a joke. What a joke.
1: Not even really reading Senate Bill 107 claims that we can enforce an injunction against her in California when a plain reading of the bill says that they will not enforce these injunctions, they will not obey subpoenas, they will not obey extradition, and they will not return the children to me under any circumstances.
2: At some point, all of these children will be adults and they're going to look at us, the adults who should have been protecting them. Uh, they will. With, with rage. Yeah. But not you. Uh, you. You've done your best. And our heart goes out to you, for real. And you're, and you're- so
0: sad. And the saddest part is all you can, all you can say to him is sorry. <laughs> sorry. So here, here's, here's the moral of the story. Be careful what bitch you get pregnant. Be careful who the fuck you get pregnant. Be careful who you lay down with. Because two years into that baby's life, you don't know if they're going to put on a pair of rainbow glasses and say, oh, my God, my kid wants to be a girl. Disgusting. So sorry to this father. And, it, and I'm so sorry that all you can say is I'm so sorry. Like, what the what? But see that was the black pill. And here's the white pill. Eleven states moved to criminalize child sex change treatments under newly proposed laws. Twenty twenty three. We're going in with this shit. 2023 is the year that I think the 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 ship starts reversing course. It might still hit the iceberg. In fact, it already has hit the iceberg. But we're we're trying to get people out of the lifeboats. We're trying eleven states, which is really great. Let me see if I can if they list these states here: Kansas, Kentucky, Missouri, Montana, New Hampshire, Oklahoma, South Carolina, Tennessee, Texas, Utah, and Virginia. Thank God for those states. And that's the thing, right? Like, I had replied to um, a Gaze Against Groomers tweet where they were celebrating this and being like, this is such a good thing. We're actually gaining momentum. This movement to protect, you know, children is gaining movement. And I replied with like a party emoji or whatever. And that's when the person tweeted and was like, how could you support this? You really think they're going to stop there? They're clearly going to go after adults transitioning. First of all, I don't live in hypotheticals right? Because all I've heard my entire career of talking about these issues is that I was going to get kicked out of every bathroom and soon I wasn't going to be able to pee in bathrooms. That never fucking happened. All I heard was Donald Trump was going to like put trans people in camps. That never happened. So this emotional blackmail that you freaks do to try to justify harming children, not going to work. And frankly, I don't care how radical I sound on this. I do not support any bans on adult transitioning i think that if you're an adult and you vote in this country and you can go to serve your country you should do whatever the f you want with your body and i stand on that however i'm also not going to pretend like any sort of protections for adults should come before protections for children a health a healthy society has priorities priority number one is children adults come second So sorry if I'm not super concerned with these hypothetical laws against trans adults that people are screaming are going to start happening. And honestly, is a community that supports this almost completely, even really undeserving of any sort of backlash at all? If that's what it takes to get the pendulum back in the middle and to have kids not having their lives ruined, I'm not going to shed a fucking tear. I'm not placing anything to do with adults before kids. Sorry. That's called being sane. That's called being a decent person. Learn how to do it. And even so, it's, it's effing hypothetical. How could you be against tra- uh, transitioning children because then they're going to ban trans adults? And then, and then, and then, and then, and then. And then I'm in a camp, and then my head's against a wall, and then, and then what? And then, and then, and then, and then. Who cares? There's clearly a focus here, and the fact that you try to keep taking focus off of it that's your problem. That's no one else's problem. And that emotional blackmail works on the parents that you tell that their kids are going to unalive themselves if they don't transition. It doesn't work on me. I'm grown. And I'm not gullible. I'm going off in this episode, right? I don't know. I just feel like I'm just so over it. Like, if there was ever a time where I could see anyone's argument for doing this to kids or that time is like come and gone like it's it's not there it's not there all right here's a funny one (laughs) the fatties are at it again girl (laughs) twitter erupts over claim the word obese is a slur used to dehumanize and harass us so this is the tweet that went viral the term obese is a slur because it is used to dehumanize us and harass us. It's not because our feelings are hurt by an accurate description. It is an outdated term that does more harm than good. And as such, it should be eradicated. That's it. Now, gotta love Elon Musk's Twitter because a tweet like this would have never been fact checked before. But it's a new day for his Twitter. So Twitter came through with a fact check. Uh, saying obese is a technical term according to the world health organization overweight and obesity are defined as abnormal or excessive fat accumulation that presents a risk to health so yeah it's a medical term and claiming that it's like meant to harass you no one cares so much about you it's not that deep it's really not that deep i mean here's the thing i've like thought a lot about the fat positivity movement and all that shit. And I don't get mad at them. I actually just feel really bad for them because I know in some ways what it's like to be unhappy with your body. Obviously, trans is very different, you know, but in in a lot of ways, working to change your body to something that you feel comfortable with is something I do relate to, right? Let's say it like that. And it is hell to be in a body that you feel like isn't what you want to show to the world, isn't how you want to walk the world, isn't who you want to be. And so I think that this is massive cope, no pun. But it's it's big cope, you know what I'm saying? Because I I, I genuinely don't believe that anyone who is obese is happy about being obese. I I guess some fetishists maybe, but it's like there's no way you physically feel great. And so when people jump onto this movement, I do feel like it's, you know, cope. Here's another tweet. The term obese is a slur, violent, dehumanizing, and it's (laughs) anti-black. girl how was it (laughs) anti-black like we're not even gonna we're we're gonna start with the anti-black part is how do you think being obese is like an inherently black thing because that's a little i would assume insulting pretty sure anyone can be obese except asians you know i've never really seen an obese asian i know they exist but there's no way they're as common as people of other races go figure they eat differently right they're not eating, like, white people, like, Cheetos in Arizonas every day. Or, like, black people, whatever black people eat that's bad, right? It's just, it's like, they don't do that. Like, the, the stuff that Asians eat is healthy for the most part. Um, so anti-black, to say that as if it's inherently a black thing being obese. And then violent. Tell me you've never been slapped. Without telling me you've never been slapped. This is what, When people talk about violence and silence is violence and this is violence and that's violence. Tell me you've never actually experienced violence. Cause that's what you're saying. Maybe you need to get slapped. I don't know. Because I'm I'm pretty sure. The thing is, like I've had my shit rocked. So like I would never call something violence that isn't. Like I've been punched in the face. So <laughs> like I know what is and what isn't. Anyway, I just I just feel bad for these ladies. They're always ladies, by the way. Men never seem to hop on this bandwagon. Um, at least straight men. So here's a doozy. Twitter was pressured by Pfizer to suppress posts questioning COVID vax efficacy in the new Twitter files. And of course, you know, (laughs) people in the States like to point at places like Miss China, Miss North Korea, Miss Ghana, you know, these countries that are flooded with propaganda that you know oppress people via information that don't allow people on certain websites to use certain social media apps and you know and that have a narrative of propaganda that is antithetical to reality are we going to keep pretending like America's not that because that's what it is I saw someone on Instagram posting like a link to this article and it was like um China caught banning users on social media for spreading COVID misinformation. And my knee-jerk thing was like, yeah, it's China, ew. And then I was like, that's exactly what has happened and is happening and continues to happen here. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I'm laughing because it's actually a crime against humanity. Um, on the list of people that were being censored by Pfizer, uh, Tommy Laren, there's a thing about her having her tweets, you know, targeted by pfizer and it's like where are all the anti-corporation liberals at why should pfizer be able to censor what is said and happens in the public square a corporation where's all the the anti-big pharma liberal where, where are you and by the way i saw a tweet from mike cernovich um that i first of all i love mike cernovich he be tweeting stuff that i'm just like yes and he just He's very elevated in my mind. Like a lot of stuff he says is like it's not just typical like right-wing bullshit. He said that something along the lines of kind of interesting how anyone can call themselves anti-big pharma while giving their kids Ritalin. Ding, ding, ding. Not to say there's no children who need um, medication for for issues, right? But if you're denying that there is not an over-medicalization of children in this country, whether it's antidepressants, whether it's puberty blockers, whether it's, you know popping this pill because the kid's sad it's like that's a huge thing in this country and uh you know the idea that a corporation gets to again censor what is said and what isn't said based on their own financial gain like maybe maybe this is it maybe people in their minds think that Pfizer is full of like angels who swooped in to save the world from this just crazy crazy virus um they're full of money-hungry corporate animals like any other corporation they'll go to whatever lengths to sell their products and if you think that that's anything but true i don't know what world you're living in i would like to maybe visit that world it would sometimes be nice to believe that corporations and the people above you have the best of intentions but they don't they don't very sad very sad that we have a culture that worships medicine in the way that it does right now. Speaking of, here's another story corresponding with that. CBS News. Children struggling with obesity should be evaluated and treated early and aggressively, including with medications for kids as young as 12 and surgery for those as young as 13, according to new guidelines released Monday. I would like to know why the health experts never actually (laughs) give any advice about health. You know, it's, you would think that In extreme cases, perhaps a weight loss surgery would be appropriate for a child. I mean, granted, that should be very rare. And we're talking like if they are obese, 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 right? But the fact that exercise and healthy eating doesn't even come into play, isn't even mentioned. It's literally just about go figure, drugs and surgery, things that bring them money, Do you think scientists can't be bought out? Do you think scientists can't be purchased? Just like politicians can be purchased? Do you think that there's no one who stands to gain by giving (laughs) the advice that these kids should be, oh, maybe you should be on this pill. Maybe you should do this surgery that costs tens of thousands of dollars. Hmm. It's just crazy how how (sighs) gullible people are. Like, I just, I can't. Am I wrong? Am I wrong? I'm not saying that there are no cases where an extremely obese child should probably be placed on some sort of medication to aid the weight loss efforts in conjunction with healthy eating and exercise. But the fact that healthy eating and exercise doesn't even come up on the list. It's almost like healthy eating and exercise doesn't give them money very sad whenever I see like obese children I really feel bad for them right they're almost always with obese parents as well and I just feel like man if you can't keep your kid safe and healthy you probably shouldn't be a parent I mean an obese child I'm not talking about chunky I'm not gonna obese get it together please because no one's gonna get it together for you I want that to be my new little tagline. Get it together because no one's going to get it together for you. The child certainly isn't their child. Anyways, on to... Dun, dun, dun. The best segment of the podcast. We saved it for last this time because why the F not? Reacting to woke TikToks. This one is going to be a sort of um, variety, right? Usually we theme them. This one's a variety. So let's just jump into it. This is a young woman, Z-Zem, Zzer Astro Fairy, who says that queerness is supposed to be radical. Let's listen.
2: I will no longer call a person queer if I don't see them participating in queer politic. You're gay. Sure, you're gay. That is not the same as queer.
0: Thank you for staying the quiet part out loud because I have said for so long there's a difference between... Being gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender. And politically being gay, bisexual, lesbian, transgender. There are absolutely people who identify as these things for political purposes. And these are the rodents. These are the vermin that have ruined the community. That have ruined the perception of the community among the general public. That you have these people who attribute a political position choose something that they claim you're born how are you going to claim you're born with it which i do believe gay people are born gay i do believe that trans people are born with probably gender dysphoria although who knows it's one of those things right because it's, it's weird it's like you know i started experiencing gender dysphoria at like five and that's like the earliest age you kind of have memories so like i don't know if it's like i was born with it or i got it at five like i don't know um i forgot what i was saying let's keep watching
2: If you haven't put a mask on in a week, not queer, you're just-
0: Did she say a mask? (laughs) Really? She just attributed wearing a fucking COVID mask to being queer. Thank you for saying the other part out loud, which is the mask is the left's version of the MAGA hat. That's just facts. Anyone still wearing a mask, I'm going to assume you're a lib. Like I just am. like I know there's immunocompromised people. I know that's a thing. But for the most part, they're just going to be a lib. And that's their version of walking into a store with a MAGA hat. And they're feeling brave about it. And they're feeling countercultural about it. And they're feeling like, I got to go rile people up at the store by showing I'm still wearing a mask in 2023. You're gross. There was a girl doing cardio next to me wearing a mask the other day. And... She's on the Stairmaster, which is very difficult. Stairmaster is not the treadmill where you're walking two miles an hour. Stairmaster is like heavy cardio, like you are sweating. And she's wearing a mask. I'm like, at that point, just get a home gym if you're immunocompromised. But she wasn't. Obviously, she was just a lib.
2: Not queer. You're not. Queerness is supposed to be radical. It's supposed to be about supporting each other, helping each other, and making sure that we like, lift up from the most vulnerable of our community. A lot of you gays are not acting like queers right now. So I'm not going to call you queer.
0: <sighs> Tell me you have daddy issues without telling me you have daddy issues. I've never seen this person should be in the Urban Dictionary entry of daddy issues. This person's entire existence was rebelling against a conservative dad. You just know it. <laughs> this person probably grew up in what's like a conservative town in like texas like um oh my god i don't know oh i went to a town in texas called college station and on the way in there was a billboard saying something about queers like in a negative way like demented pervert queer so that's a pretty right-wing town this person probably grew up in college station texas had daddy issues with their conservative dad their whole life moved to austin texas and is now like fighting the good lib fight it's just so embarrassing it's like first of all thank you for not calling LGBT people queer because that's a disgusting word and I'll always stand by that I've shed blood over the word queer I've had my ass beat behind the word queer you're not gonna you're not gonna call me queer you're not gonna ask me my pronouns you're not gonna call me queer a few anyways here's another uh witch
3: (laughs) Hi. hi my name is sarah my pronouns are she her they and them what are your pronouns see
0: why do they always talk like children or like developmentally stunted people spoiler alert i'm doing a video on trans age on my main channel this sunday so tune into that however this is giving very that like why are you talking like this it's weird that they the like infantilization of pronouns and like gender stuff they always do like because people talk like kids their vibe is always very childlike and I get that they're slow and they may have stopped developing at some point in their childhood but I just I don't like the vibes I'm it's feeling haunted it's feeling like the movie Megan just watched it last night it's 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 giving my last moments on earth with this woman in my face
3: See, do you see how easy that is, people? All you have to do is ask somebody what their pronouns are, and then, I don't know, just respect it. It is really not that hard of a concept, and for all those people out there making it like a big, huge deal, you look like an idiot. It's really not. It, it's. It's. It's called respect, right? Respect so let's try this again hi my name is sarah my pronouns are she her they them what are your pronouns let's be friends
0: always condescending always in the role of a teacher as if they have information to impart on anyone in the terms of like these people make these tiktoks and they always feel like they're educating people like listen to me and i'm gonna be condescending the whole time and here's why you're stupid and here's why you're a bigot just chill out, Sarah. And dye your hair. Your grades are coming in. I just I can't. I would I would also bet a ninety nine percent chance this woman's straight. This crazy, psychotic hoe with the rainbow eyeshadow. I would bet any amount of money is straight. Psychotic, demented. <laughs> All right, this person doesn't fully identify as a human and identifies as part dog.
3: Hi, my name is Samuel and I'm a canine Therian. But what does this mean? A Therian is somebody who identifies as wholly or partially non-human, specifically as a non-human animal from this earth. Now, there are other forms of non-humans, and a person could identify as being non-human for a plethora of psychological or spiritual reasons. For me, I'm not sure which it is.
0: It's psychological, baby. I'll I'll let you know now. It's the psychological part. If you're questioning it, it, it's the psychological part.
3: I used to be certain that it was purely psychological due to neurodivergency, however, as I started to delve into my spirituality, I started to question if it was maybe a past life that affects my alter humanity. Either way, I feel a disconnect from other humans and to the part of my brain and soul that feels human. Instead, I feel like a dog or a wolf, which I know is extraordinarily common.
0: You know, I'm not even hating on this um, canine. <laughs> I just have to say the idea that this is supposed to be some sort of, like, adjacent identity to what I am is pretty effing insulting. Um, I feel bad for, you know, Skip here. But... <laughs> keep that shit private maybe like sometimes people talk to, people be talking too much like i don't know if, if i was like oh my god i feel like a dog you know how much it would take for me to put that on my phone <laughs> and post it to the world that's like the kind of thing you think of when you're like hi it's like you know what it's like maybe i could be like a dog in my spirit it's like keep it to yourself baby please tmi mama quick little pronoun update so after a several days long gender
3: crisis, I am pretty certain I use they, they he pronouns. And yeah, I just want to let you know I am still trans femme. I am still on HRT. I am not detransitioning or anything. Just my gender is a complete nightmare. I don't know what's going on with it right now. All I know is that these pronouns feel right to me. I don't really understand why. And the he makes me dysphoric if, like, a cis
0: person uses it for me or a person who doesn't really understand what my gender can we just talk about how like if this person who appears to be like what 18, 19, 20 is capable of having this gender crisis where they're switching their their pronouns up midway through life if they're doing this and confused and have no idea it's a gender nightmare as they say then how the fuck is a 12 year old supposed to know definitively if anyone is just capable of going through this gender crisis at 18, 19, 20 to where you're like I'm face self pronouns and then he and then they and then it. How can anyone have confidence that a 12 year old can decide that like it's just i feel bad for this person this person is clearly going through it this person needs help this person needs someone to be like listen not everything you feel is valid not everything you feel is valid if you're going into the fay face-off territory it's actually not valid And that's okay. We can figure out why you're having these thoughts that aren't valid, we can figure out why you're going through this, but we're gonna work on it together. This person needs compassion and someone to be like, not enabling them, but of course you're on TikTok where it's gonna be an aggregate of comments that are like, okay, Faye. Okay, dog self. Oh, you wanna be a dog? Okay, dog. Demented. I just can't. Here's the last one.
4: Hey TikTok, I need your help with something and it's really important to me, and it's gonna be a big deal.
0: I can smell this. I'm coming
4: out at work as trans to everyone, including all my students who-
0: Of course it's a teacher. Why do you think kids wanna know your gender or sexual identity? Can you explain that?
4: I've known some of them for a couple of years now. Ew. But I'm gonna be honest, I don't know how I'm gonna address their question. I'm not good at this stuff. I'm gonna ask them to start calling me Miss Ella and to ch- use the proper pronouns. But knowing kids, especially elementary school age kids, they're gonna ask questions and I want to make sure I have answers or the correct answers, the best answers. So-
0: kids are not entitled to answers for every question they have. As an adult, you should have the capacity to understand what's an appropriate question and what's an inappropriate question. If the kids are asking you about your gender identity your private parts what being trans mean what you used to be and what you are now here's how you answer that's a conversation for your parents that's an adult conversation that's not the kind of conversation we have here imagine how simple right but of course these people they're not trying to keep it simple they're trying to be narcissists and they really think that children care about their gender identity and what's in their pants. Disgusting.
4: ...answers, some sort of answers. So if you have any resources on it or, or anything, please let me know if you've done it. If you have anything, I'm looking for advice, comment, stitch, whatever it is, just
0: let... They always talk like children and they have this like fake performative panicked. like, oh, I just have questions that I want to ask. And I don't want to talk to the kids about me being a tranny. And you know? oh my God, I'm so cute and quirky and panicked grow up you have a mustache this means you're grown i'm not even trying to say oh you're a man if you want to be a woman good luck you have a mustache this means you're grown so stop this i'm just so panicked just talking to tiktok calm down and stop talking to kids about your privates anyways that is it for this video you guys i had fun with this one i'm in a really weird mood um i love you guys and I'll see you in the next podcast episode. Make sure you subscribe to this channel as well as my main channel. Follow me on Twitter and Instagram. And also, please, please, please give me ratings on Spotify. It helps me out so, so, so much more than I could ever, ever tell you. See you next time. Bye, guys.